Hey, welcome back to Post Ups Double Feature, Post Ups Movie Podcast. And what's the show? <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> Incredible intro. The Post, Post Ups Weekly Wrap Up Podcast. This is a two pronged episode. Oh, we're combining them? Yeah, I'm going to run this on both. Okay, cool. Sweet. Okay. So the other voice you can hear is Michaela McGrath. Luke is not here today, who's usually on Double Feature. So if you listen to the Post, you probably know who I am, but if you listen to Double Feature, you don't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just so everyone knows, Michaela's been trying, petitioning to get. Christmas special on Double Feature to talk about mainly love actually you want to talk about some who's in that other movie oh Amelia Clark no 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 the one who's in High School Musical oh Vanessa Hudgens Vanessa Hudgens has made like a Christmas movie and you want to talk about that for a while yeah but neither of us have had time to watch it so (laughs) maybe we'll do it in the new year I actually I never have time to watch that movie oh okay I'm offended but that's fine I have three weeks off I'll get to it (laughs) basically where Luke provides insight knowledge yep and well thought out analysis. Opinions. I provide none of the above. No, just but I really like love actually. And Christmas. And Christmas. We're both big Christmas people. I, you're probably bigger than me. I associate Christmas the time you kind of just like everything about the yeah. celebration. I enjoy it. Yeah, you picked out a tree the other day. Yeah, I got a tree from the Christmas tree farm. It was the first time I've gotten a real Christmas tree. Is it actually? Yeah. So I think we maybe had one when I was a kid, but someone in my family started a rumor that my sister was allergic to the Christ- real Christmas trees. But then <laughs> we never had one. And then we went to the Christmas tree farm the other weekend and I was like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. And mum was like, yeah, but isn't Dev allergic? And I was like, where no. did that come from? <laughs> it doesn't, it's not real. How do you find that out also? It's, it's kind all, of an allergy. We were all just standing there trying to be like, where did this come from? <laughs> and none, none of us knew where it started. So now we have a real Christmas tree. It's exciting. Yeah, nice. I, I thought I assumed that was like that was a thing you'd get every year. No, I just like got excited because this is the first year that I'm having Christmas at my house. Yeah, right. So I'm like very excited. Hence why I'm maybe a little bit stressed because <laughs> I want it to be really nice, but I have no time to do it. Brilliant. Yeah. So the movie we're reviewing or re-reviewing today. Or just talking about. Mainly just talking. I feel insecure calling it a review. Yeah, because it's not a review because we both and, like this movie. And because I have no authority. Okay. Brilliant. Context. <laughs> know nothing about movies. Don't watch movies. Don't really go to the movies. Most movies stress me out. Yeah. So I like rom-coms. Yeah. But not if they're like sad ones. You don't like sad rom-coms? Not like particularly sad ones. This has sad moments in it. Yeah, but like nobody... Oh, I guess, yeah. It's pretty sad moments. No, I mean like nobody died, but I guess someone kind of died. But Yeah. The mum. But it's not in the movie. Oh, you don't yeah, have like yeah, an emotional yeah. connection to her. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, long story short, know With nothing about movies. Yeah. Here I am. So we're talking about Love Actually, a movie that came out in 2003 Yeah. Um, on Boxing Day in Australia, just by the way. Oh. It's a bit weird. Rough timing. <laughs> I just want to read out the synopsis. I do this sometimes, um, double feature. Lucas is just letting me know what happens on double feature because I... Oh, I'm just helping you out. Also haven't listened to but it. But I anymore. haven't done this for a while. There's a few things that I'm going to Im- employ in this pod that we do on double feature. Right. So I wanted to see how they wrapped it up on Google, like the synopsis. I'm interested in that because... It's so dense. I have such an opinion of what this movie is. <laughs> so I'm keen to hear what the, like, I guess, objective Google review is. Oh, the, it's not the Google review. No, but you know what I mean. Like, Google's decided what this is. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. It's two sentences. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some, right. of these, some of these range from, like, a paragraph to, like, one sentence. But, yeah, it's pretty short. All right, let's go. Eight London couples try to deal with their relationships in different ways. They triced... Triced? Is that Keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> with love, their trust with love makes them discover how complicated relationships can be. That's it. I wouldn't watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sounds like if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, what is this shitty fucking Christmas movie? <laughs> yeah, that's not a great. Like sell. that comes out on Netflix, and you're like, pass. 
<laughs> Considering, like, the pitch is not great. That's not their pitch, but <laughs> Google's pitch. It would make sense that the other predecessors, predecessors, successors of this movie are garbage. Movies that you've seen. Yeah. New Year's Eve? Or is it New Year's Day? I think it... Uh. Oh, I think it's New Year's Eve. Ludacris is in it. Regardless, Ludacris is in it, so dismiss that immediately. It's just an awful movie. <laughs> and um, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day with Taylor Swift. And Taylor Lautner. And they were dating. They, you, yeah. You it was in the Twilight era-ish. Oh, you were loving it then. Yeah. <laughs> I like Taylor Swift and I was big into Twilight, so. Big into Twilight. Big mm, into Twilight. Slight understatement. I did BuzzFeed's <laughs> quiz the other day and I got 100%. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, you don't read the book sixteen times to not get a hundred percent. That is unbelievable. Mm. Hey, guess what? Twenty twenty. It's been a decade since Twilight came out. Good. Just get away from those. That was probably the last time I was into movies. Actually, like I went to the midnight screenings. Did you actually? Yeah, with my mum every time. Every time. Yeah, every single one except for Twilight because I wasn't into Twilight. Like I hadn't read the books when the first movie came out because I was like twelve. Yeah. And so I kind of like watched the movie with some people we know. But I'm not going to say their names because... <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like, not necessarily our friends. And then got into the books after that and then went to every midnight screening after that with my mum. Every midnight screening? Yeah. Was, wasn't the last one in two parts? Yeah, yeah. Both of them. <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part 1. I saw Breaking Dawn Part 2 with my cousin and my mum in at midnight in a moving theatre in Invercargill, New Zealand. Yeah. And we bought tickets off this lady... Like, not from the cinema, like, off this lady. <laughs> Scalpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For Twilight. <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> Secret tickets. Oh, it's brilliant. But anyway, the start of Double Feature, we've been doing this lately. We do these things called questions around the movie. Okay. Questions around the movie, right? Yeah. But we... Well, I don't know if it's called that. We have different names every time we do it. Sweet. But I thought a way of replacing that for this segment is I found an article on Cosmopolitan Cosmo, yeah. Called 24 questions that, that still need answering about love, actually. Let's see if we can answer them. <laughs> no, I'm not reading all of them. All of them. All 24. Uh, 24. Well, it's I, like Advent, but for love, actually. <laughs> okay, I've got... Um, one of the first questions is, what is Natalie's job? Like, Hugh Grant's assistant. Do prime ministers have... I mean, I, I'm sure they have, like, staff. Well, probably. Yeah, but, like, what, do, what does she do specifically? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a lot of scenes where you're like, oh, okay. She, like, brings tea into the meetings. Yeah. And like... Maybe just assistant. She doesn't do anything... Profound. Yeah. No. She's not like a political advisor or anything. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, she brings tea into meetings. Cool. I want to read out one. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is one I want to read out because I read it and I was like, huh? huh? So, what is Mark actually going to do with that video of Juliet? Um, what's her name? Uh, yeah. He had that video of the wedding yeah, where he just filmed what her. Is, what do you gain from that? Yeah. I don't know where he's going to put that. I feel like the equivalent is like saving photos of your friend's partner on your phone. Like, why are they there? Yeah. What do you do with that? What do you need that for? Well, see, that like that can you can just put down to being like creepy, someone just taking photos of you. And then there's probably more explanations than just having a long video, video. of someone. Their wedding video too. Like, not even like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're at the beach having like a fun <laughs> 4th of July or whatever the fuck. Like, it's her wedding to yeah. your friend. Yeah, very what are you odd. Doing Cosmo has an idea. So, for example, like all these questions, they have kind of a little. Yeah, what they think. Yeah. Um, they've just put hashtag wank bank. Mm, I that was <laughs> where my brain went. <laughs> Do you know what could have happened? Like, what would have made Love Actually like an infinitely better movie? And I love Love Actually. Go. Scrap that whole plot line. I hate that opinion. We don't need him. Where does it? Where does that like? Where does that 
Yeah, I've closed my phone because I want to talk to you about it. All right, it. go. Let's go. I, I hate that. I don't think it's a necessary plot line. It just makes me uncomfortable. It has one of the most iconic... The Yeah, I hate that part of the movie. <laughs> the part where he's dropping the signs. Yeah, yeah. What is he doing? Why are you there? Go away. <laughs> and what is she doing? She kisses him, doesn't Why? she? Why? Is it on the lips? Or is it on the cheek? Context. Luke and I have watched Love Actually many times, but we haven't watched it this year yet. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's a it's preview. Fine. Is it on the lips or on the cheek? It's one of the two. I think it's on the lips. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but even like, like imagine Emma giving Ben a kiss on the cheek. Just on the cheek. Yeah, still weird. Is Ben holding the cards? Is he? I don't know. Like, just for context, like any of our friends. Yeah. Kissing any of our friends' partners on the cheek. Well, I think that's kind of a tradition that's gone out the window anyway. For like, no, but in this, like a in not in like a goodbye way, in like a. Even just that would be fucking weird in the context of our friend group. Yeah, yeah, but that's like, what I mean. Even like, but the way that is, whether it's on the lips or on the cheek, whatever she has done in that movie, I can't remember right now. But it was she walked out. After I think it him is on the lips. I think it and actually did it. So like, even if it's on the cheek, it's not like a oh, like lean in, kiss yeah. on the cheek, kind of oh. Yeah. People also, that guy is such a boring character. That's fair. He's he, boring. He's boring. Bit weird. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> the best part of it is that they get married, and the wedding is kind of like fun to watch because they have all the, like the people like doing the song and. And he did well. He didn't. He didn't try and sabotage at all. No, it looks great. Love that bit. Don't do any of the rest. That would just be a fun part. Like we don't need to continue that plot line. Also, it's like a part of the question here. But just quickly, how dumb is that guy that he can't tell the difference between real carol singers and some guy playing some shitty boombox? I thought you were gonna say how dumb are uh, they for not knowing the difference between people they invited to their wedding and people playing musical <laughs> instruments in the <laughs> fucking audience. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's true too. <laughs> you rock up to your wedding, you're like looking, especially the groom who's just standing at the front waiting for the bride to yeah. rock up. Who is that dude? Who who are they? <laughs> Why? Huh? They just kick no, off. No, they must be my friends. <laughs> I filled this entire tw- church with people I don't know with holding musical instruments. One of the other questions is, um, what is the film's turtleneck budget? Because everyone's Hi. wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> like, literally, they're flashing through all the photos. Everyone's wearing a turtleneck. I have a problem with that. I like a t- turtleneck. Yeah, that's, yeah, look, it's fine. Also, another good question is, why is Colin Firth's character using a typewriter in 2003? And cause it seems because it suits his fucking character, <laughs> doesn't it? Like, he's so angsty and, like... Yeah, but I feel like a lot of problems could be solved if he just has a, but, a laptop. But Colin Firth, in this, this era of Colin Firth, played the same character in every movie. Yeah. And, like... I don't know, it's probably a hangover from one of the other... Colin Firth in Bridget Jones' Diary could also be typing on a typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After his wife just... Is Hugh Grant in that one too? Yeah, yeah. They're both in that one? Yeah. And they're both playing the same characters in Have this. you watched... Side note, have you watched Bridget Jones' Baby? No, I haven't. Do it! <laughs> it's so good! <laughs> that kind of got a little bit less marketing. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it! It's so fun, I love it. Great movie. <laughs> another one, another one. It's got one. the guy from Grey's Anatomy in it. This probably... Who's that? You know, like... Oh, uh, Mr. Dreamy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so fun. Watch it. Yeah, fine. I'm probably not going to. Cut to double feature next year, New Year's special. Bridget Jones' Bridget baby. baby. <laughs> oh, man. So, this probably ties into... This could be, like, intentional, I guess. But it said, why did... um oh, I'm trying to... Alan... Doesn't help me. Alan Snape. R- <laughs> yeah, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, yeah, yeah. that's right. R.I.P. Why did he think giving Karen, his wife, a Joni Mitchell album... When she's like a massive Joni Mitchell fan and probably owns it. Oh, already owns it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, already owns it. I think it was meant to be like, I think it was meant to be from like the movie's perspective, showing that like, although he did this like, I think it was meant to make it a bit more complicated. Like instead of it being 
Because you know how she said, like, you've gotten in the gift shop, you've like, oh, you've got me a scarf every year. Like, what? You don't need to, like, ramp it up this year. Yeah. So I think from the movie's perspective, it was meant to be like, okay, he did this horrible, dicky thing of buying this girl who he works with, who we all assume they're having an affair, even though, like, the movie never shows that. Yeah. This necklace. And I think if he had just gotten her a scarf again, yeah. it would have, like, not had that same, like... No way. Because... Because it was actually something that had been mentioned in the film and it kind of was still, like, thoughtful-ish. Like, mm. if he hadn't been cheating on her and he'd just gotten her that album. Yeah. Nice present. Like, yes, contextually, she probably already owned it. But, like, it's yeah. thoughtful, it's fine. It's like a shitty husband present. Great, move on. Yeah. I don't know. I think it made it a little bit, like, more sad. Oh, yeah. For, oh, for sure. Okay, I was going to... I've got a one big question. Yeah, go. Who's the biggest douche in this movie? Because there's a lot of douches in this movie. Hard? There's a lot. All so, right, let's go through them. So Colin Firth's brother, who sleeps with his wife at the start of the movie. Horrible part of the movie. Like I know it's important to drive the plot, but like, yeah, what a dick. And she's a dick as well. And also he ends up, um, just for context, he's back at the family dinner party. There's like a family dinner party with Colin Firth and yeah. his brother's there. So he's he's not being... like. <laughs> so he's a dick. The wife is also obviously a dick. Oh, yeah, of course. And maybe the most uncomfortable line of the movie. What'd she say? I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. But like when he comes in and he's talking to his brother and he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And they're just having a chat. And then she like... It's like, come back or something. Yeah, something along those lines. Okay. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, so those are two that suck. There's two. Alan Rickman, obviously, a bit of a dick. Yeah, sucks. Obviously, like... Musician, like the old washed up musician. Bill, Bill Nye. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, I forgot what his character's called, but yeah. We're we so good. He's at, we're like, we love love actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? But he's a dick. Well, like it's implied. Like he's coming, like his whole like arc, I guess, is that he's like not a dick anymore because he like still wants to spend Christmas with his manager. But yeah, yeah. like the whole reason he's doing that is because he was implied to be an absolute wanker. Yeah. And like the whole Christmas album thing was just like a money grab. The American president you can have in the list. Oh, yeah, he he's, sucks. He's a bit of a dick, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to go through. Who else? Um, I think that's about it, but there's... Is the little girl a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The little girl who the little boy's in love with, and then she sings, like... Why's she a dick? Because she makes him sad. He's playing the drums, and he's all sad. Yeah. Nah, it's not her fault. No, what? He did, she didn't have to love him. No, that's true. He just made me sad. <laughs> Is the little girl a dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I revoke that. What's your, what's your pick though? Have you got a pick? The worst one? Yeah. I think the worst one... Oh, this is hard. It's tough it? because the Alan Rickman one... That's the one that gets me the most. He's a dick, but it's weird. You get to see his character a bit more, so he seems a bit regretful even though he's not. Yeah, like with the Joni Mitchell album, like there's... Things yeah. that like round him out as a character a bit more. He's but I think he's the one I hate the most because the other ones, it's like, oh, that kind of sucked. But you just kind of like move on because it was like a helpful plot point but doesn't have yeah. heaps of impact. So like Colin Firth's brother. Yeah. It's like, oh, that sucked. Yeah. And then you move on and like the American president, you're like, what a wanker. And then you just move on again. Yeah. Whereas like the element, it just keeps coming back. Like you're in the shop and then she's getting the present and then you're at the school play just after she's got the present and it's just like... Yeah, it's... It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess, because that one lasts the most. So, we go on Alan Rickman's the biggest dick in this movie? I'm saying so, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Also, he had the most opportunities to not fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. What about when he's... um? But it's weird, though. When Rowan Atkinson's... When he's packing yeah, the Yeah, like thing. That, uh, that scene, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, you f- are you thinking, hurry up? No. I am a little bit. No, I want her to find out that it's over. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm not rooting for him, but at the same time, just like, oh, hurry up. But I'm a big like, if I was to get cheated on, I'd want to know about it. Like, oh, oh really? That's a, that's a hot take. <laughs> no, but like, you know how some people, it's like that whole discussion of like, would you want to know? Like, yeah, I want to know and I want to break up with them now. Yeah, well, that's fair. And so for me, I was like, oh, well, if she finds out now, then it's sucky, but like, I don't know. It just felt like maybe that would be better. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, biggest dick in the movie, Alan Rickman. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the opposite. Like the best person in the movie? The best person? Is that the best one come on? The I mean, best person? We could talk about, we've talked about this before, like not on the pod, but. The best arc? Yeah, what our favorite. Okay. Or not even the best arc, just our favorite. Like, yeah. Story when lines. you think of Love Actually, what, do you th- what story do you think of? Yeah. First? What's yours? Mmm. Okay. I think, I think it's probably the Alan Rickman one. Okay. It's the one I think of the most. It's probably not the like the, not the best <laughs> the one. The best but one. It, yeah. Um, but, but that scene where she finds it. Yeah, it's because Emma Thompson is it's amazing. Like the scene that like I've seen this movie probably, I don't know, like upwards of forty times, and like. Yeah. It still makes me cry. It's either that one or the Prime Minister one. I'm tied between the Prime Minister because I, I do love it. I yeah. love Hugh Grant, like as a side note, like, and I ev- just love Hugh Grant. Every scene, like in that in that story, is good. Yeah, like, there's no like, bad scenes. She is like a likable enough character, and he is like I like when he sticks up for her. Yeah, and like I like when he goes door knocking, and then like there's all the kids, and he has to give mm. them a song. Like I like all of that, but the little, <laughs> the little boy, the little like oh the little boy, the little nanny McPhee boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're calling the girl a dick because you're rooting for the, the boy I story I think he's so cute and everything about it like like Liam Neeson what about Liam Neeson and him that? having just like their relationship like more so than Nanny McPhee boy's relationship with the little girl yeah like his relationship with who is is his stepdad and he's just lost his mum yeah and like his stepdad's just lost his wife and they have like this weird like bond of like I guess I'm now like your dad yeah, yeah. It's um, a, it's an interesting story. But I'm sure. going through a shitty time as well. Yeah. Because I've just lost my wife. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I th- that's and It's a good pick. Those scenes are like the ones I remember as well. Like at the, her funeral. Mm. And like they're all just like crying. It's tough. And it's like this happy song that she's like picked out. Yeah, so I guess yeah. it's implied that she was sick for a long time and like they'd known this was coming. Mm. Um, Yeah. And then like obviously at the concert where like all of the storylines are coming together. Yeah. Him on the drums with his little sad That face. is one of the best moments. Yeah. That is one and of And him the running through the airport and like going through security and stuff. Yeah. I love... Yeah. Okay. So that's the one that I like the best. I was going to say the, the Prime Minister one's good because it is like... It doesn't feel like there's any negative But I think that, that captures one. my attitude towards movies. This is why I'm not good at movies <laughs> because I don't like feeling any other way than like happy. I don't like being stressed about it. I don't like being upset about it. I don't like any of it. And so my favorite plot lines are the two where it's like pretty much nothing bad happens and it's nice and heartwarming the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's the worst one then? I was going to say, rather than the worst one, what's the most forgettable one? Like who do you just like not really care about? For me, it's Kira Knightley and Card Guy. Oh, really? Mine is the guy who goes to America. Oh, no. I'm, on with, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. You almost forgot I about forgot that one. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah. Literally forgot about him. I, yeah, that one. He's the fucking worst. Scrap that. Scrap yeah, that whole that's thing. one you, you can You don't scrap. need that. Yeah. It doesn't add to the movie. What's his thing? He wants to have sex. That's the, is that He it? wants to have sex <laughs> and apparently girls in America will have sex with him. <laughs> Brilliant. Girls in the UK won't. <laughs> yeah. So he goes over and he decides he's God of sex. The only good thing about it is him being God of sex because it's kind of funny. But then yeah. like... Oh. That's the one you can remove. What's the hardest one to watch? Because I reckon there's two that sit here. <laughs> Obviously, the Emma Thompson one yeah. is in the mix. 
the the girl who has the um, disabled brother. Yeah. That is so, so hard, hard, hard to watch. watch. So hard to watch because you just want it to be fine every single time. Yeah. And you feel like such a dick for being mad at the brother. Yeah. And you're yeah. Like, exactly. You're like just don't fucking call. Just <laughs> don't call. Just let her like fuck the guy from work <laughs> this one time. Just let her do it. She deserves it. Yeah. And like you feel so awful because you're like obviously she's such a good person and he like can't help being needing her. Yeah. But you're like, what if she just doesn't go this time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just one time. Just okay. one time. Just something okay. for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that. That's a hard. That's a hard one to watch. That's definitely hard to watch. All right, I check if Cosmo have any more questions. All right, because that's it. I think. That's all you want to talk about. Well, I don't know what else to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. Is it? Is it your go-to Christmas movie? Yeah. It's not mine, but it's probably two. What's your go-to? Home Alone two. Lost. In oh, New we have talked about this. It's Home Alone I'm two. I'm not big on Home Alone. <laughs> Why, too many emotions? It's fucking stressful. <laughs> no, here to be stressed at Christmas. I'm already stressed at it's Christmas. It's not stressful. It is. He's he's always ahead of the game. That's the point of Macaulay Culkin's character. Kevin's character. Kevin McAllister. Stressful. Love Actually is my go-to. Have you got a second? Oh, I always end up watching Elf. Oh, I hate Elf. My mum loves it. <laughs> my mum is a primary school teacher. That's probably a hot take, actually. And a lot of people like Elf. the primary school teacher for Christmas. Oh, movie. yeah. So, sure. Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Natalie fat shamed so much? That's that's something that because it's two thousand and three, <laughs> and nobody was allowed to have an ass. I <laughs> but it's like she's like a size fucking eight. Like yeah, I know. She's not even. That is such like a going back thing. It's like, oh, it's like if that Natalie movie got fat released. Shamed? It's like today because it was made in two thousands. Like yes, yeah. it was only acceptable to be like that. Like whole Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. No shame because it's got all these quotations. God, you weigh a lot. Thighs are the size of tree trunks. Yeah, because her boyfriend broke up with her because she had. Oh, he said that really? nobody would. That was like the reason she was like sad. Oh her boyfriend yeah, yeah. Broke up with her because he said that nobody would want to be with her. Because she's because she's got yeah. big thighs. And it's funny because it seems like watching it now, it seems like Hugh Grant is like in this weird daze where he's like the only one who can't see it, but we also <laughs> are on his side and also can't see it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is everyone talking about? And you feel like there's some kind of illusion. Where she's actually just like I've like I've always kind of thought that though. Like I was like she's not. Yeah, yeah, same. But like, like even when I was a kid, and I saw this movie. But you watch it, like Hugh Grant, like genuinely just be like, huh? Yeah. But he's the <laughs> only one in the movie who's like that. Yeah. Like all the other staff are like, oh yeah, she's massive. That's true. It's so weird. But yeah, um, you can't, can't get away with that anymore. I've got another pick. Um, why does no one take the fact America and the UK are about to go to war seriously? <laughs> I, mean, I think that's point. probably a probably a. I always thought that. Like I literally always thought that while watching it. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be making enemies with America, with America for a girl. But is that is that but the point? It is. It's like I don't know. That's how like Hugh Grant's whole thing, isn't it? And they all cheer him on. Yeah, I guess. But like they all cheer, like. I think if the prime ministers got up on the podium right now and said, "Yeah, uh, our relationship with America is not good." I think there'd be people in the crowd going, uh, get him off the stage. Holy Get, get him off the stage. <laughs> uh, oh, we're going to get bombed. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but everyone's cheering. Woo! This is something I kind of wanted to talk to you about. I have nothing to say on it. I just think it's kind of funny to think about. Okay, go. Is it about the movie or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, and you guys kind of lent into it then. Like, if today the Prime Minister and if this movie was made and it was the Prime Minister and the president of the US. It'd be Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. <laughs> Boris Johnson looks like a Donald Trump impersonator. I was going to say, this could be the Barnaby Joyce story. This is similar. Didn't he? Wasn't his a... Yeah, but he, except that Hugh Grant doesn't have a partner. He's just alone. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's, that's, true. Why, you can get, that's why you can get into 
his storyline because there's nothing bad happening. Yeah, he just 100%. likes the girl, stands up for her, goes down and door knocks everyone on the street. To doesn't get her. shitty at the kids when they're like not her. Just yeah, like yeah. sings him a song and then like hurries along and yeah, then yeah. like takes the octopus in the limo. Like he's just a good character. Yeah, Hugh Grant could be the the best in the movie. I think he probably is. But just because he has no bad traits. Yeah, they, they just don't let him have any. Either does Emma Thompson really. She goes through some bad stuff, but she's... I know. I really like her Good too. mum. And I guess the only time that I maybe was like, well, it's a bit rough, but whatever, life is life, is when <laughs> Liam Neeson calls her up at the start of the movie. And yeah. she's like, I'm really busy right now. I'll give you a call back. Yeah. And basically it's like... That's true. I get your wife just died, but my kids need to go to school. That's true. Yeah. When Liam Neeson could be voted for best guy in this movie as well. He's pretty good. Like, the way he handles... Like, I don't know. Like, obviously it's a fucking movie, but like... Yeah. How do you handle that? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you be like, oh, this kid is now mine and he wants this girl and I guess I'm going to teach him how to play drums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even talked about Colin Firth's storyline at all. Yeah. Is it weird when he like... But you got a problem with it? I like Colin Firth's storyline. I like of, it. It's kind of mid, a, it's mid-tier for me. It's like such a movie plot. Like, it's just not... You can't even buy into it in like a fantasy way. Like That's true. He, if it was just that story, the, the movie, it'd be a bad movie. You're just like, oh, so he like... Spent some time with this girl and they couldn't speak the same language. They probably fucked at some point. So then he like <laughs> went and learned her language and she went and learned his language. And neither of them knew about it. And then she, he flew to her country to really poorly ask her to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, oh, let's try and date. Let's be, yeah, like, let's go. Oh, no, I'm going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to come to my country yeah. and marry me. Yeah. And I'm going to give you such a better life because you poor, poor thing who doesn't speak English. <laughs> oh, you can't speak English. Oh. <laughs> Come with me. Come with me. <laughs> Marry me now. I'll take you to England and give you a better life. Like, yeah. What oh. if she was just like, I, I kind of like it here. Yeah. No, I enjoy my life. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Why did you fly here? I worked for you for like a few months. After your wife broke up with you and I gave you pity sex. Like, <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway. It's yeah. a fine part of the movie, but if you like think about it too much, you're like, this oh, is so fucking dumb. It's mid-tier. It's mid-tier, no doubt. Yeah. I Anyone think else we haven't spoken about? Well, we briefly spoke about the American guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not a strong sell. I feel, like, I feel like we haven't missed any. Have we missed any? I'm going through right now. Just having a look. Not really. You had the long bit about um, Kira Knightley and that interaction. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best? I guess we didn't really talk about... Oh, we didn't talk about um, Bill Nye. Either. We didn't really talk about him. I, li- I like that one too. It's fine. That's above mid-tier for me. Because the song. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good like o- way to open the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's clear. And his relationship with his manager is like, nice. Yeah, except he's always being mean to him. Yeah, but that's the thing. He like turns. Yeah, I know. And that's like his arc or whatever. It's, it's a good fine. arc. And like, yeah. It, it's, could you make a love actually now? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, like a, they've tried. <laughs> no, I mean like a, a, another Christmas one. Another another Christmas movie? Mm, or like I Love Actually 2. No, please don't do that. No, I don't want it to happen, but could you do it and could you do it well? I think so. I think so. I think the other ones have been kind of misguided and they've kind of lent on Love Actually. You know what I mean? It's something about like, for me, obviously like it was a bit cringy, like the Valentine's Day and the New Year's Day one or whatever. Like they weren't that great. But I saw the New Year's one, I think. The most, I think... Like, Love Actually is a great movie and there's lots of heartwarming little plot lines and things. It's great. Love it. But I think the thing that makes it, like, such a good one to rewatch is it's always such a nice 
like fulfilling feeling at the end of the movie the way they tie it all up mm. like they just really like there are things that we don't find out that are implied like that Alan Rickman was sleeping with the girl that he works with and like yeah. those bits and pieces and that like Colin Firth goes and marries that girl and like yeah, yeah. you don't know everything that happens but everyone like, comes to. together like you kind of see how they're all connected Prime I've Minister and his sister and on that street and yeah. then the, yeah and like I actually think uh, the difference between making love actually work and not making it work. For example, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day. They're both American movies. Yeah. And I think you kind of need British humour to offset cheesiness. And I think also... Because if you just have cheesiness, it's bad. Christmas is maybe like more universal. Yeah. In the way that like... That's true. I guess like that's very naive of me to say, but in like Western culture between Australia, America, New Zealand, the UK. Yeah. Those like cultures, you know, like Halloween... Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day are a bit more divisive. Like you're like, oh, that's mm. an American thing that we've kind yep. of adopted. Whereas Christmas feels like and New Year's Eve, the way they or New Year's Day or whatever they did, they did it quite American from memory. Oh, massively so. So it was kind of like it wasn't even accessible like that. So it was a bit different. Yeah, and I think I don't know from memory. Like I haven't watched those other movies in a long time, but from memory, the way that they pulled those plot lines together at the end felt more forced. Yeah, yeah. It rather was, it than was. just like, oh, the prime minister's sister is that girl and. She, her kids go to this school, which is also the school where the little redhead boy goes, mm. and that's why Liam Neeson's in the crowd. And like, yeah, that all comes from memory. The New Year's Day one or Eve one was that they were all just at that party at the end. <laughs> I don't know. If, honestly, I, there's some party. I, I'm kind of vaguely remember it, but they were all just at the party at the it's end. It's so forgettable. And Valentine's Day. The only thing I remember about Valentine's Day is that Taylor Lautner <laughs> bought Taylor Swift a massive teddy, and she was like. Taylor Swift was a real ditz in the movie and she like couldn't fit it in her locker so she just carried it around all day and then they were meant to be going to his house at lunchtime to have sex for the first time and he was like <laughs> talking to his friend about it and he's like, oh, you just got to do like push-ups before because then you look like heaps buff and it was like the weirdest <laughs> plot. <laughs> and it was like, what is going on here? Yeah, that's that's odd. That's odd. But yeah, I... I don't remember any other characters in that movie. I just remember that. Well, I don't because <laughs> I didn't watch it but I remember you... T- I knew Taylor Swift was in it. mm and then I was like, she's oh, Taylor far. Swift. I think she hopes that everyone forgets that. Pro- probably, she's just been named yeah. artist of the decade and she's probably like, I really hope nobody brings up Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> but yeah, I, d- I don't think they could do it again. It'd have to be done. It'd have to be British. That, that'd that be my one caveat. I think so too. I think if it was Australian, it wouldn't work. Nah, we can't do that right. Because we can't do cheesy right. They can do cheesy right. And they have the British comedy can work with cheesy. It's like the only thing. I think that's why I like Bridget Jones' diary so much because it's similar. Yeah, definitely. Like it's super fucking lame, but it's also super British. <laughs> yeah. And no, but seriously. Yeah, it works. I it's think like those in the same vein as love, actually. Yeah. Whereas Americans, um, they can't do funny with cheesy, and we can't do cheesy. No, we just can't. We're bad at it. We're just really bad. Anyway, so we should finish. Yeah, we should finish with ratings. <laughs> ten out of ten. It's my <laughs> yeah, favorite I Christmas movie. I knew that's what you were getting. But actually, I've got a better question because me and Luke are doing Oscars at the moment, Oscar season. Mm. If Love Actually came out today, what would there be anyone getting nominated for anything? But I don't feel like it's the kind of movie like, okay, this <laughs> is like a weird perspective because I know nothing about movies. Yeah, go. But for me, as someone who knows nothing about movies and just goes to see the ones like La La Land that I know I'll like. Yeah. Generally speaking, La La Land being an exception, the <laughs> movies that get nominated for Oscars are not the kind of movies that I would go and see. That's true. Like, they're maybe not the most accessible because they're more about like who's doing like yeah. cutting might- edge shit in the industry and like doing incredible performances and stuff. And that isn't necessarily always the same as what the public just like to watch. I think, it's, I think it would probably get um, maybe a shout for original screenplay. It's a good story. Like the way it's tied in, it's pretty yeah. good. 
I don't know if it would necessarily though, because it's just like a Christmas movie. <laughs> it also, is. How many Christmas movies have come out this year? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I well, don't remember I such an influx. And is, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is go. the number of Christmas movies that have come out this year because of the rise of like Netflix and Stan? Oh yeah, I, it's because of the algorithm. Because now Netflix has a place because those movies don't get funded. If no. The, if there's not a streaming service now. So like Netflix like pays for those movies to happen. Yeah. Whereas before, I feel like you got maybe like one, maybe two Christmas movies a year. Some yeah. years you may, might not even get any. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they see that people watch Love Actually and they'll look at the movies that get watched. That's what they do. Yeah. They look at the movies that get watched and then fund stuff similar. Yeah. So that's probably why. How weird though. Because yeah. I like went on Netflix and I was like, huh? <laughs> like there's so many of them. It's not just like, <laughs> oh, you know, your standards. It's just yeah. so many. But I don't remember the last time a new Christmas movie came out that was good... <laughs> Pretty fair. Do you know what I mean? They like, tend to be old, old, like old movies. Love Actually is probably the most modern. That like nineteen nineties to two thousand five period hot streak was good for it. Mm. But I, I haven't seen it yet. But I do feel like maybe last Christmas will be okay. Yeah, you do. That's fine. Because it's the one that's at the movies. Like it's not. Oh, because like, it got funded. Like the Vanessa Hudgens one is like on Netflix. <laughs> Amelia, I know the Amelia <laughs> Clark one's like. Also, I like her. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Is Isn't she married to John Krasinski? No. That's Emily Blunt. Oh, fuck me. I don't know. <laughs> Movie buff. <laughs> Movie head. Anyway. We oh, no. She's the one. Um, no, I don't know which one she is. And now I'm like not as excited about it. I thought it was oh, You Emily thought Blunt. it was Emily Blunt. Yeah. If it was Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Clark's the one who was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, really? That's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> How stressful. <laughs> what? Do you... we have anything that we need to link into the post considering we're going to. Nah, it's okay. Well, there might be a few things Everyone coming Everyone have out. a nice Christmas. Yeah, that's a good point. Everyone look, have a great Christmas. Look forward to hearing more from me on Double Feature in the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, We're going to do a Twilight commemorative edition. <laughs> I, don't think I, I, don't, I don't think I'm free. What day do you... What, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm Any free. Any day. No, I don't... Oh, I think I'm busy. I'm uh, sure Luke will be down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. A bit different, bit different for the post, bit different for Double Feature. But we're going to run Is it good? Is it good for either? Probably not. Yeah. But I wanted to do it and I got my way. So, <laughs> That's Merry the moral Christmas. of the story. <laughs> Follow us on Apple, um, Spotify, Wooshka. Five stars, please. No honest ratings. Thank you. Or just, you know, in the spirit of Christmas, tell us what you really think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>